All right, this is Brent Leary, and with me right now is Andy McMillan. Andy is the brand new CEO of Acton Software. Andy, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. First of all, before we get started, let me just say congratulations on uh, you know the, becoming a new CEO. Uh, it's got to be a really cool thing to do in this particular this time, and particularly with marketing automation. Yeah, it's exciting. I think it's uh, it's a great space. Uh, we can really help customers do some amazing things with their business, and um, it's a wide open space. I think it's going to be a changing market landscape, and there's an opportunity to really take the technology to many more customers. So it's, a, it's an exciting place to be. So before we jump into our conversation, maybe you can give us a little bit of your personal background. Sure. Yeah, I uh, you know I grew up in the Midwest, mostly around the auto industry. Um, I've been out in the Bay Area now for about six years, uh, and I worked my way up kind of through the development side of things. I was a coder early in my career, a, a Java developer, uh, worked my way into uh, product management, and uh, ran a middleware product line at Oracle for several years, and then spent the last four years at Salesforce, where I was running uh, the data.com business, which is really about helping people you know, get better data, better insights uh, into their CRM. Uh, and we worked with a lot of marketing automation vendors as, as part of data.com. So I certainly know the space well. Um, and then, as you said, uh, a little more than two weeks ago, made the move over to act on software. So you're, you're, you're a veteran of, of the software space and working with uh, companies. Of course, Salesforce has a marketing automation cloud. Um, but when we were talking a couple of weeks ago, uh, when you got, as I got introduced to you, uh, one of the things that stood out to me, and I, I, I just couldn't get this number out of my head, even as we speak, we're in 2015, you know, people have been using software as a service for a lot of years at this point. And really, uh, software as a service and marketing automation really goes hand in hand. But yet and still, I believe the number uh, was around 7 to 8% of all companies in the U.S., are using marketing automation seven percent are you surprised by that number or 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 if you're not why well i I think it's surprising um kind of based on where we are from a technology standpoint but at the same time i think it's it's a typical evolution of technology i think it is a product that has historically um, had a lot of bells and whistles and a lot of power to it um, but has been somewhat daunting for uh, your average marketer, your average company, especially if you're at a smaller company, um, you know, to take advantage of. And, and I think that's typical of a lot of uh, advances in technology. But what happens over time is what was once um, powerful and complicated becomes powerful and simpler and easier to use. Uh, and I think that's really been the mission that Acton has been on uh, over the last several years is how to take something that has typically been powerful and sophisticated and required uh, specialized skills and people that really understood uh, how to work with databases, how to work with scoring systems, uh, which could be really daunting for a lot of organizations, and make that simple and, and easy to use. And that's really been the mantra here for a long time. How do we make powerful also simple? And again, that's I think that's typical in a lot of the technology industry where uh, you have your, your early adopters. You know, you think of Jeffrey Morris kind of crossing the chasm model. Um, and then there's this moment where you move from the early adopters to, you know, the mass majority. And, and typically what causes that crossing of the chasm is the technology becoming not um, 
simpler in terms of its power, but simpler in terms of its ability to consume it and its ability to be used. And that's really what we are starting, just starting to see happening in marketing automation. We're just reaching the point where organizations are no longer asking, you know, what is marketing automation or should I be using marketing automation or do I need to hire a bunch of specialized, highly talented, expensive resources so I can do marketing automation. We're just starting to see people say, uh, this is technology that I understand, I know that I need it, uh, and I believe that an average marketer can you know, dive right in and be successful with it. So it's been around for a number of years, marketing automation tools. Um, in 2015, going into 2016, what are the, maybe the top two, or even, and maybe if we just have to boil it down to one, but the, the top few things that marketing automation does today that is probably the most impactful on a business today? Well, I think the most impactful is, is really when we start to automate the actual marketing interactions. And I know that sounds a little cliched because it's marketing automation, but what we've typically seen a lot of organizations doing with their marketing is it's a very manual process. You know, they're, they're going to have an event, they're going to, uh, you know, have a promotion, um, they're manually structuring that communication. They're sending that communication out. Um, they're manually going through the responses. They're manually making some decisions. Uh, how do we follow up with those that, uh, that accepted, those that maybe are on the, the possible or the tentative list? Uh, what about those that didn't respond? Uh, and they're going through and they're manually um, running that process. And what we're seeing now is, is you know, people realizing that you can still have a very personalized, a very engaging experience, but in an automated way. You can use data and rule sets to make sure that every one of your customers, every one of your prospects feels that you're dealing with them in a very individualized, a very one-to-one -one manner, uh, but you can do that in an automated fashion, and that's where you really get that scale of interaction, uh, and that's where people start to feel engaged with a brand, when the brand is is communicating with them on a personalized basis, but in a regular way. Uh, and that's really, I think, the biggest trend we're gonna see is organizations not just using a marketing automation tool, but really starting to look at how do they, how do they use data uh, and rules and scoring in a powerful but simplified way to automate those actual interactions to, to have more high value connection with their customers. Now let's let's talk about the folks who are actually using uh, marketing automation tools like ActOn today. Are they using it in a kind of the, the cover the basic the meat and potatoes, or are you seeing uh, more folks starting to use some of the more advanced and complex pieces that allow them to do some of the more sophisticated things? Because it seems like if only seven percent in general are using uh, marketing automation tools are the ones who are using it still on the kind of the basic side or are you starting to see more companies leverage some of the really cool things you can do uh, on the cl more complex or more advanced side? Yeah, I think that's a great question because what I would say is um, in the market at large, I think what we see is, is people at, at two ends of the spectrum and not enough in the middle. If you go look at a majority of marketing automation deployments broadly in the market, you're going to find uh, a small number of people uh, at the high end. You know, it's almost like the one percenters in politics. There's a small amount of people that have hired that top tier talent that have very specialized tools that are doing very sophisticated things. And then you're going to see a lot of people at the other end of the spectrum where they bought a powerful tool, but they're not able to really consume a lot of it. 
What I think Acton has really done is, you know, we have over 3,000 customers now, and what we're doing for those customers is we're really allowing them to be in the middle of that spectrum. We're allowing them to consume really powerful technology, but to them it's a very simple approach in how they consume it. And so when you think of, of how we're enabling our customers to do that, we don't think of it as just training them to consume more and more complex things in the product. We're really focused on taking and embedding that power into the product so that they're just using it in their day-to-day -day job. And so things like how we're doing scoring, um, how we're enabling them to bring in different interaction points, um, how we're allowing them to set up automation. We have a whole uh, capability set in our product around automating interaction flows um, that in a lot of other tools would be a very sophisticated and challenging thing to do. Uh, we really make it easy. We like to think of it as um, being almost consumer level in its friendliness, right? It's, it's like an app that you can download from an app store and be able to, to consume and use. That's really our goal and our design of the UI. And so I think you know, if you were to ask, what do I think Acton does uniquely in the market, we're really trying to make sure that people can be in the middle of that spectrum, that they can have uh, a powerful set of interactions with their customers, but not have to be way down at the end of, uh, you know, having to have a whole set of specialized resources just to use the power of the tool. How does modern marketing automation uh, change the game when it comes to not just lead generation, but uh, lead qualification and also the handoff from marketing to sales. How does marketing automation change the modern relationship between marketing and sales today? Well, I think if, if marketing automation is done right, uh, it becomes a partnership in the selling process and not really a handoff. And I would take that even to the extreme, I think, as you look at the new subscription economy and the model of, of SaaS, and a lot of our customers are on that kind of model, um, it doesn't just stop at sales. It goes into the ongoing relationship with that customer. So I think when marketing automation is done right, uh, everything from your prospects to your, you know, your longtime customers are all part of an interaction model that's helping make sure that people are getting the most value and the most exposure to your brand as, as possible. So um, I think we're seeing the end of the era where there's a pure handoff to sales, where leads are you know, thrown over the wall to sales and, and they're told, you know, good luck. Uh, rather, you know, mar marketing staying in partnership with the sales organization throughout not only the selling process, but then, you know, the upselling process, the renewal process, that ongoing engagement with the brand. Uh, the CMO is the keeper of the brand, and they need to own that brand from the first touch point with a prospect, you know, through the lifetime of that of that customer. And I think that's the big change that we're going to see over the next couple of years. Uh, so we talk about. Of course, with, with marketing automation, we talk about generating leads, we talk about uh, scoring leads, we talk about converting leads and working with the sales folks. But you just touched on, you know, kind of the end to end. And part of that is retain, retaining customers. So what role does marketing automation actually play in customer retention and keeping keeping customers on board as opposed to always being on the, you know, looking for new customers and helping to bring new customers on board? Yeah, I, I think for a long time, uh, you know, we viewed as, as an industry at large, any industry at large, um, customers as being, you know, a completed process. Now they're a customer, and if they need help, you know, they'll call us. And I think what SaaS is really, uh, in the subscription economy overall, has really changed about that is, you know, we work hard to sign up customers, but the goal is to retain those customers and retain that subscription over time. And I really think it's going to be 
more about proactive interaction with those customers. Um, are, you know, you asked the question earlier about are customers taking up the new features? Um, that's a role marketing could be playing, reaching out to the install base. You know, here's a new update, here's a new release, here's a new product, um, here's why it's valuable to you, um, here's why we value you as a customer. Um, I think that's really going to drive um, the value of the brand overall in the eyes of those customers. And everybody knows in marketing the absolute best sale is to your existing customer or someone who's a reference, a referral. Uh, and so how does marketing really impact the, the customer base? And I think it's going to move from a world of that simply being the job of support or the, you know, the head of support uh, to have positive interactions when a customer reaches out to the company. Instead, the company should be reaching out to that customer proactively uh, and really driving that engagement. And what better way to do that than with a tool like a marketing automation platform that's really all designed around automating those kind of interactions. So over the next couple of years, we're sitting around 7 to 8%. What is it going to take to get marketing automation adopted at, let's say, 15%? Or I'm not, we're not talking about going crazy and saying 50%, but let's, let's just double it. What, what are the, the key things that have to take place in the next couple of years for that to happen? Well, I, you know, I think this is one of those scenarios where things hit a tipping point, where you start to see significant mass adoption. So you know, I'm a believer that um, we are going to start to see numbers like that pretty quickly because, as I said, we're kind of moving past the phase of people asking what is marketing automation or should I be using marketing automation. We've really moved and seen the tone of the conversation turn to how do I use marketing automation? How do I um, you know, deploy this kind of technology to make my team more successful? Um, so I think we're going to see a massive acceleration in the adoption, uh, and I think a lot of it's going to just be that continued approach of how do we make the powerful technology available in a, in a format, in a package that's able to be consumed. Because when you get into, you know, the mass of, of the, you know, the mid-market and the small businesses that are out there, um, you know, what they want are solutions. They want people that are going to help them get things done with their business. They're not looking to, um, you know, have to train and gain specialized skills in, in marketing or in support or in sales. They want tools that can help them accelerate what they're already doing, uh, get their message out there. Uh, and I think that's all about, you know, not losing the power of the tool, but making it much more simple to use. And I, I really believe uh, we're just at the cusp of that uh, technology being uh, widely adopted and, and easily consumed. I think we'll hit a tipping point. You're going to see a, a massive uptick in adoption in just the next few years.